0: THK NEWS.
1: It's one o'clock. I'm to Swang. The headlines. The government wage subsidy scheme now extends to the elderly and self-employed. Carrie Lam says she'll decide the future of a controversial school subject later this year. And Police Chief Chris Tang admits undesirable treatment of reporters during Sunday's protests. The Chief Executive Carrie Lam has relaxed requirements for its wage subsidy scheme announced last month, extending to elderly people and self-employed workers. Wendy Wong reports. Employees or the self-employed can start applying online for the subsidy from May the 25th, and is hoped they will receive the money as early as the end of June. Under the scheme aimed at preventing layoffs, the government will pay half of workers' salaries for six months, capped at $9,000 a month. Announced last month, it was criticized for only benefiting workers who'd made recent mandatory contributions to the MPF accounts, meaning elderly people who are exempt from the MPF couldn't get the subsidy. The Chief Executive Carrie Lam now says employers of 60,000 elderly workers who still have MPF accounts can apply for the scheme. Restrictions have also been relaxed for more than 200,000 self-employed people who can get a one-off $7,500 subsidy as long as they have an MPF account. Carrie Lam says the government will look into whether the teaching of liberal studies in schools is meeting its original objective since it was introduced 10 years ago. In an interview published by a pro-Beijing newspaper yesterday, the CE said this subject was being used to give children false and biased information. Before the weekly Executive Council meeting this morning, she said a task force will submit a report on a review of education within this
2: year the most talked about subject is uh, liberal studies, because this subject, unlike English, Chinese, or mathematics, was introduced 10 years ago, and there have been a lot of uh, discussions on whether it should have a curriculum, whether there should be uh, textbooks, and how it should be taught in schools, and so on and so on. So uh, I am uh, awaiting the uh, task force uh, to submit a report to, to the government, and then we'll decide uh, on the way forward.
1: The police commissioner, Chris Tang, has admitted the treatment of reporters on Sunday was undesirable and officers should have been more professional. Vicki Wong reports. Mr Tang told the Yunlong District Council that the force would review what happened and meet with media groups next week. He was responding to a question by Democratic Party councillor Roy Kwong, who asked about reporters who were pepper-sprayed, told to kneel down and stop filming in Mongkok on Sunday while covering a protest. Other councillors asked the police chief about the July mob attack on passers-by in Yunlong MTR station last June. The commissioner again said there was room for improvement in terms of response time and communication. So far, 37 people have been arrested over that case. Mr Tang also said he felt ashamed about several police officers being arrested over suspected drugs and the force would introduce new measures to strengthen integrity. Chief Executive Carrie Lamb says she hopes police and the media will be able to hold a frank and candid exchange to address the unpleasant situations that are arising on the city's streets. She said police had reached out to various media organisations yesterday with the aim of stepping up communication and coming up with some constructive proposals. The CE also said she hoped the meeting would address the issue of voluntary and student reporters covering unrest on the streets, asking why anyone would think it was a good idea for children to be at protest scenes. Meanwhile, Mrs Lem said the government had asked the Chairwoman of Lechko's House Committee, Starry Lee, to give priority to the National Anthem Bill for the resumption of his second
2: reading, as it's been delayed for a long time. The Chief Secretary and the relevant principal officials have already written to the House Committee Chairwoman, the Honourable Starry Lee, to um, consult her, this is required under the rules of procedure, to consult her on the resumption of second reading of these bills in the Legislative Council. And there are a total of 10 bills, I think. Two of the bills have been uh, delayed for a very long time, and they are the National Anthem Bill and the Patent Amendment Bill. So we do expect these two bills to be given priority in the resumption of second uh, reading uh, by the uh, Legislative Council.
1: Liberal Party leader Felix Chung has proposed the government speak to Ocean Park's creditors to restructure its debt instead of handing it $5.4 billion to save it from financial collapse. The government has warned the park will run out of cash in a couple of weeks. Mr Chung, who is also a lawmaker, will be voting on the funding request at Leshko's Finance Committee meeting on Friday. He's not happy with how the government is handling the rescue plan. The government just gave us this proposal yesterday and want us to pass it this Friday. I mean, the time is very short and there is no choices, either you support or not support. But I mean, if we put that in a commercial situation, there are many
3: other choices.
1: Singapore is allowing some businesses to reopen as it begins to ease lockdown measures introduced last month. Here's the BBC's Charisma Paswani. Singaporeans will be allowed to get haircuts and buy their favourite cakes at the bakery. Home-based food businesses, pet supply stores and laundry services can also reopen their doors. But the easing of restrictions is being carefully controlled. Businesses have to ensure their customers virtually check in using a government application so that authorities can contact Trace better in the event of new cases. Singapore had initially been praised for its gold standard success in controlling the coronavirus. But it was forced to put in place a partial lockdown after a massive outbreak amongst its low-paid migrant workforce. The president of Brazil, Jair Bolsonaro, has stated that beauty parlors, gyms and barbershops should reopen as essential services. He said fight against the coronavirus had to be treated in parallel with saving
4: jobs. Here's the BBC's Katie Watson. Health is life, Jair Bolsonaro said to journalists as he made the announcement outside the presidential palace He justified the move by saying that going to the gym helped people lead healthier lives. Having your hair and nails done was, he said, a question of hygiene. But it appears Mr Bolsonaro failed to discuss the move with his health minister. Nelson Taichi looked surprised when, at a press conference, a journalist quizzed him about the decision. He said the Ministry of Health had not been included in the discussions about opening up these sectors. Instead, it fell to the President and the Ministry of Economy to decide. President Putin says Russia
1: must get back to work despite the number of coronavirus infections continuing to rise. Yesterday, Russia registered its highest daily increase in cases and is now the fourth worst affected country in the world by number of infections. Mr Putin said construction, agriculture and energy sectors should be the first to reopen, but called on regions to adjust restrictions where appropriate. He warned the COVID-19 outbreak wasn't yet over.
4: From tomorrow, the single period of non-working days for the whole country and for all sectors of the economy is ending. But what is not ending is the fight against the epidemic. Its danger remains, even on territories where the situation is relatively favourable. But we must not allow a breakdown, a rollback, a new wave of the epidemic and the growth of serious complications.
1: The World Health Organization has urged countries to proceed with caution after an increase in the number of new cases in nations that have relaxed their coronavirus restric- restrictions. Its director, Dr Tetris Adhanom Ghebreyesus, warned that the authorities needed to be able to respond quickly.
2: We recognize the serious socioeconomic impact of the lockdowns, which have had a detrimental effect on many people's lives. Therefore... To protect lives and livelihoods, a slow, steady lifting of lockdowns is key to both stimulating economies while also keeping a vigilant eye on the virus so that control measures can be quickly implemented.
1: President Trump has denied the system broke down at the White House after a number of his own deputies' staff tested positive for the coronavirus. He was speaking as the latest figures from Johns Hopkins University showed the number of U.S. deaths had passed 80,000. But at a briefing, Mr. Trump played down the spread of the infection within the White House.
4: I don't think the system broke down at
1: all. One person tested positive, surprisingly, because uh, uh, the previous day tested negative. And three people that were in contact, relative contact, who I believe they've all tested totally negative, uh, but they are going to, for a period of time, self-isolate. So that's not breaking down. Uh, it can happen. It's the hidden enemy. Remember that. The head of Nigeria's Government Coronavirus Task Force, says President Muhammadu Buhari, has given the go-ahead for the importation of a herbal concoction from Madagascar. Here's the BBC's Isaf Khalid.
2: At the moment, coronavirus has no non-cure or vaccine. The World Health Organization has warned people against using untested remedies. But several African countries, including Guinea-Bissau, Equatorial Guinea, Liberia and Niger, have already ordered COVID organics. The Madagascar-claimed cure, which is produced from herbs, including the Artemisia plant, an ingredient used in antimalarial drugs.
1: The chief executive of the electric car maker Tesla, Elon Musk, says production at this Californian factory will restart despite rulings from local officials. Coronavirus lockdown measures require the plant to stay shut. Here's the BBC's Zoe Thomas.
3: In a tweet on Monday, Tesla boss Elon Musk wrote that not only would car making restart at the California plant, but that he would be on the production line. He also asked that if the police got involved because workers were violating lockdown orders, that he be the only one arrested. The company had planned to bring back 30% of its factory workers last Friday, but local officials rejected that plan. California's governor appears to be supportive of the carmaker. He said local officials and Tesla should reach a deal. But this aggressive escalation of the dispute will likely make those negotiations very difficult.
1: Twitter says it will start placing warning labels on messages that contain misleading or disputed claims about COVID-19. Social media platforms have been under pressure to take action against coronavirus misinformation. Here's the BBC's Zoe Kleinman.
3: The labels cover the offending tweet with a message from Twitter and a link to public health guidance. It's a similar process to one the company rolled out in February to mark images or videos that had been heavily manipulated. Twitter users will still be able to read the messages if they click an additional button. The company also revealed a new rubric for deciding what action it will take when a message contains misinformation. The new plan should give the company a roadmap as it tries to balance concerns about free speech and misinformation.
1: And a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 24,185, that's 416 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $54 billion. To currencies, the US dollar is trading at 107.41 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 8 cents. The pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 54 cents. Now to sports, here's Adam
4: Chung. The English Premier League's hopes of restarting its football season in June got a boost from the UK government's published document on how the country will relax its lockdown measures. The plan permits cultural and sporting events to take place behind closed doors for broadcast, but that will not be allowed to start earlier than the 1st of June. The Premier League has been suspended for almost two months because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Meanwhile, the league says it has listened to the objections of some clubs to the use of neutral venues if the season resumes and will support them by putting their views to the authorities. Two weeks ago, clubs were told neutral stadiums were the only way the season could be completed because authorities were concerned about fans gathering outside home grounds and breaching social distancing rules. More from the BBC, Simon Stone.
1: My understanding is over half the clubs in the Premier League expressed their unease at not getting to complete the season in their own stadium. And therefore, the Premier League are now going back to the government to ask for clarification on this. The government, I assume, will speak to the police and local authorities. And then the Premier League expect to hear whether or not these games that remain in the season, the 92 matches, whether they've got to be played on neutral grounds or whether they can be played at the own home stadiums of the 20 teams. And if they can, that is a significant obstacle removed to completing
3: the, the rest of the Premier League season.
4: The French club Lyon are urging officials to reverse their decision that ended the top-flight season with 10 rounds of matches unplayed. The French league made its call at the end of April after the French government banned all sporting events, including behind closed doors, until September. The BBC's Mass Faruqi has more.
1: Leon's saying that not completing the season in France when other leagues in Europe are looking for a way to try and finish risks, in their words, widening the gap further between French football and all other major European countries. But they say if the LFP can reverse their decision, they've got two weeks to do that, so if they decide to do that by May the 25th, then there would still be time to complete a domestic season in France.
4: In Italy, the Atalanta midfielder Andrea Rinaldi has died at the age of 19. He suffered a brain aneurysm on Friday while training at home during the coronavirus lockdown. Rinaldi spent the season on loan to 4th tier side Lagnano, who have described his death as a sudden and shocking tragedy. In that's your look at sports.
1: To end the news, the top story is once again. The government wage subsidy scheme now extends to the elderly and self-employed. Carrie Lam says she will decide the future of a controversial school subject later this year. And Police Chief Chris Tang admits undesirable treatment of reporters during Sunday's protests. The news from RTHK.
2: so far
0: Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 Show with me, Noreen May, on this Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday, the 12th of May, is today's date. Many thanks uh, to Phil for the morning brew today. And we do have a very busy show for you. Just after uh, 1.30, we'll be chatting with Natalie Tirrett-Drake about her YouTube uh, channel, Storytime with Natalie, where she reads books and also shares storytelling tips for parents. Natalie will be joining us in the studio just after half past one. And after two o'clock, it's back to the Tuesday report with Andrew Dambina. And this week, Andrew will interview uh, Ringo Chan, who is the executive pastry pastry chef at the Four Seasons Hong Kong about baking trends in the territory and also other places. And finally, uh, after 2.30, we'll be getting an update from Uplifters. Now, Uplifters is a special NGO that empowers migrant workers uh, through online education and Marie Kretz, uh, Kretz Miglio, the founder and the CEO, will be joining us after the 2.30 news. And as usual, we want to hear from you also. Uh, feel free to get in touch with us. Our email address is 123show at rthk.hk. That's 123show at rthk.hk. You can also find us on Facebook, which is Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. Um, A couple of things to to, to announce also. Uh, We have an announcement from the Social Welfare uh, Department uh, in which the Director of Social Welfare uh, is calling for the following people uh, to call the department on this number, Two eight nine two five three two five two eight nine two five three two.